Dragon's Drive and Double Feature Presents A Spooky Minute Spent in a Ghost House, Episode 27. This is a minute-by-minute podcast covering two fun second half of the 80s haunted house films, Spookies and Ghost House. And we are we are knee-deep. Scary stuff is beginning to happen. Well, scary stuff kind of began to happen in Ghost House, but now it looks like it's maybe calmed down a bit. We're probably going to get a minute of the leading lady saying she saw something and her kind of jerk boyfriend and the other people saying, no, you didn't. So we'll see, we'll see what happens there. We'll see if my predictor is correct. But in Spookies, um, the Creon apparently is his name. Um, during this minute, you, you, um, the, the, the evil old bald guy with the accent inhabits the, um, the, this, the, the body of the, um, that one woman who we saw turned around, who was controlling the, uh, the uh, the planchette and the Ouija board, the one who seemed to know everything, and she's now become a full-on evil monster. And at one point, she laughs in his voice, and the, the subtitle says, like, Creon laughing, and I thought, that's his name? I didn't know that, so I guess that's his name, Creon, the old guy. That, that's a, it's a fun name, Creon. Uh, so anyway, that's that's actually a, a chunk of what happens in this minute. So um, so let's, let's go to this minute, minute 27 of Spookies. <laughs> thing to do in this minute is to watch everyone who isn't sort of main the main focus in the shots uh, like when they're all when they see um uh I, I forget the name of the woman who who gets possessed she she opens her eyes and she think like they're kind of a glazed over like milky green or something i don't quite know how to describe it. and the one woman with the english accent yells and screams and everyone kind of goes a little crazy watch everyone else because some of them are really giving it their all and some of it are um thinking am i still in frame which is always fun and then the last moment when um uh uh the um the the, the woman brings down a bookcase on her boyfriend i guess and um she uh she then the goofy guy you know the guy with the mook uh see i got a plane right here i just wanted to turn up and the goofy guy goes to check still with mook on one hand and a beer in the other goes to check on on the boyfriend and he gets smacked in the head by her with i think the ouija board and the minute ends with him falling over the boyfriend doesn't look terribly interested and that's how the minute ends. And um, yeah, lots of run around chaos and, and lots of pulsating vein in the head of, of Creon, I guess, as he takes over this woman. And the evil is about to begin. And it's um, it's it's it moves suitably quick enough. It moves suitably fast enough that we go from kind of um, the beginning of the minute is zero. And I think by the end of the minute, we, we've hit 60. 
so so I th- I think we're going fast enough, and I I'm hoping that I'm hoping that what will happen now is if I'm remembering correctly, is that Mook will save the day. No, I don't know what Mook's going to do from here on in. But I think this is the moment where everyone scatters. Everyone scatters. They try to get out, they can't get out, and they all go to different por- por- ports, parts, ports of the house, and the evil comes after them. But it's nice. Her change is nice. She's a, you know, convincing, kind of latexy looking monster who, who, who sometimes looks like she's saying the words uh, from Creon there. Sometimes she doesn't, but, but she is. And, um, if you the the image of her fully like possessed is the image if you've been on my like my SoundCloud the image that comes up every other time for this podcast is the is that's her on there and um, yeah so so all things are going to go crazy in about a minute and I, I wish there was more to say about this minute I mean like I said keep an eye on the back everyone in the background who isn't up in the front and um i love do love how crazy everyone gets about how the facts that her that her eyes change i had to strain a little to see what it was exactly that had changed even when all she did was open her eyes but i was expecting her to turn and be more demonish ghoulish but she's uh, she becomes that way in a split second or two so creon's large and in charge the evil has been unleashed and one of their friends has taken over and um there's really not a lot to say about this minute because I'm excited to see what's going to happen f- further, farther, further, f- in more minutes, farther, farther along, farther along the road. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. So, gosh, uh, let me just think for a second. Oh, of course, of course, duh. The um, uh, you do get some uh, great sort of pulsating. I mean, not only do you get the 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 vein on the on the. Co- 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 Jeez, now I forgot his name. Koresh, what what was his name? Whatever his name is, you get the, the pulsating vein on his head, but you get the um the open and you get a lot of a lot of shots like on the arm of the woman, like it's pulsating, and on her face stuff is like latex bubbling and and things like that, which is cool. But the best moment, and then we'll go into Ghost House. The best moment, I think, although maybe they're using too many shots, I think this should probably just be in one shot, where you see him pick up the white pawn, close his hand over it. Then it cuts to a reverse angle on him with his hand closed. And then he opens his hand, and then you see a close-up of his hand, and now it has a black pawn in it. And halfway through him opening up his hand, it cuts back to that reverse shot of him opening up, and you see the black pawn in there. I think that's maybe a couple too many shots for that. I would have loved it if, if he would have just closed his hand on the white pawn, and then in the same shot opened his hand, and it had been a black pawn. That would have been much more effective. It still works, I think. The, the point is made, but I think it would have been cooler to see this guy do it like that. Now, as you're saying, Dan, well, how would he have done that? I don't know. I'm not making a movie called Spookies. I'm just thinking, if I had written Spookies, I would have said, do this in one shot to show his power, because pe- people people know, people intrinsically know. You know like if you, if you cut a stunt into pieces, people know, you know? There, there's a difference between, like, someone doing a you know um a crazy stunt that you cut into five shots and someone doing a crazy shot that right at the last second you cut to another shot kind of thing like the um i was watching who am i the jackie chan film the other day and where jackie wraps himself in a hose and throws himself off like the like the third story or something of like this tower and he's spinning in the hose and spinning and spinning and spinning and it's clearly him or I presume it's him, and I guess it might be someone else, but I imagine it was him in there spinning and spinning and spinning. And then right when he reaches the bottom, it cuts to a sort of a, 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 I forget, a wider shot or a closer shot of him coming out of the hose and hitting the ground. 
And with something like that, to me, that's, you know, I would have preferred if he'd gone all the way to the ground. Buster Keaton, that's what Buster Keaton would have done. That's generally what Jackie would have done. But there was probably something that prevented that from happening. Maybe they couldn't actually do the stunt all the way through to the end. But the thing is, like, that shot is like, wow, that's incredible. And the fact that they cut at the very end, eh, who cares? This isn't Olympic gymnastics. You know, I don't need to, I don't need to see him stick the, stick the landing. You know, I, it's still a great stunt. And and where it's something like this is sort of the same sort of thing, you know. When they close the hand, open it. Let me see the black pawn just for a moment. You can you can cut away immediately, but let me just see him go white pawn to black pawn because that's cool. And the way they did it, it's eerie, and it fits the 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 mise en scene of the film so far. But it should have been done in one shot. Anyway, that's I'll stop now. So that was how did how did the Jackie Chan film get in there? I don't know. I just watched it. It's a fun film. I think it's it's an underrated film. I read some reviews of it um, from when it came out from a bunch of reviewers who don't quite understand that people don't go into Jackie Chan films to see um, to see cinema recreated. They go to see Jackie kick some ass, do some stunts, and it's awesome. Yes, Who Am I, which is about an hour and forty five minutes, is light on the action and stunts in the first hour, but there are some. And there's enough to keep it going. So when you actually, basically the last 45 minutes is almost nonstop fights and stunts. So once you get to that point, boom, you're good. It's not like Mr. Nice Guy. Oh, no, I want to watch a Jackie Chan film. Okay, well, whatever. Whatever. Uh, let, let's go to go. Let's go to go. I'm sorry. This is, I tangented it. I tangented it. I tangented it. What? Let's go to Ghost House. So our lady, Wilma, Hilda? Jeez, I keep forgetting her name. The lovely... And I forgot her actual name. God. Oh. Can you tell it's almost a Sunday? Can you you tell it's a Sunday afternoon? I'll remember it soon. Anyway. um, Laura? Laura? Poops. Okay. So, and she's there, and she's seen the craziness, and her boyfriend and one of the guys in the house are down there trying to calm her down and find out what was going on. Listen to this. All right. What the hell happened down here? Please take me out of here. Okay. I'm really scared. Okay. All right, let's put your arm around. Give me some light, okay? It's gonna be all right. Come on, let's go. Paul's telling the truth. I listened to that tape myself about 20 times. It doesn't mean anything. It's just a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, right. And so's what happened to Martha in the cellar. But it did happen. Maybe there's something supernatural about all this, guys. I don't know. All I know are computers. I just feel like we're in some kind of danger and we've got... Look, all I know is computers. Yeah, uh, no kidding there, Paul. You sure, uh... Don't know how to treat ladies nice. Because uh, uh, I, I noticed at the end of the, the previous minute, the, um, oh, Paul, it was horrible. Okay, what happened? Uh, okay, give her a second. She's bleeding. She's scared. Give her a second. Um, I guess maybe it's meant to be um, sort of a sort of cold, logical uh, computer guy, maybe? I don't know. I still think he seems like a douche. And yeah, the fir- the first half of the minute is them in the basement, and and there's, um, uh, Martha is bleeding and she's on the floor, but there's nothing in the washing machine as one would imagine. But there doesn't seem to be any sign, at least that I can see, of like a broken broken um, a glass or anything like that. It just um, 
obviously something happened. And as the one guy says, maybe there's something supernatural about it. And and that would that would explain it. I'm glad they're not to dismiss it. I mean, the one lady, the the one gal says it's BS uh, with the uh, the recording that the 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 one guy heard. I only know Martha and Paul at the moment, everyone. So it's Martha, it's Paul. At the at one moment, um, someone is peering them from um, some bushes. And the funny thing about the peering them from some bushes, of course, is it's classic sort of. They're not peering at them from too far away, and if I were there, I mean, because like Paul is more or less not not facing the point where the person is looking at them, but it's it's to his right. So if he looks at Martha, I think his eye line he'd be able to see who's the big hulking guy peering in through the uh, denuded bushes because it's autumn over there. Oh, it's Doctor Butcher, M.D. Uh, but of course, that's that's um that's not what happens. But you have to, you have to roll with it. I um, it's always nice even in uh, I mean I. Uh, because, well, I mean, we got, we got, obviously, we got, we did get point of view stuff and things in the 70s prior to Halloween, but Halloween is where it really takes off, and then we get great stuff on Friday the 13th, and it's it's nice to see some good sort of, this POV looks a little off kind of thing in circa 1988 or whenever this was made. 88? Was it 86? I think, I'll say 88. And, uh, yeah, so so it's, it's just basically, it's a what, one, two, three, four, five, six of them. Chatting three guys, three gals, and um, yeah, two of the guys seem all for it for the supernatural. Paul just knows computers. One of the gals is on BS Town, and and Martha's kind of sitting there. And then the other gal, the one, um, there's one gal sitting on the motorcycle, and then the other one who was eating like a lollipop or something in the previous. I, I I'm imagining, I don't know for certain, but the, the I'm having a lollipop. I think denotes I'm younger than the others but she looks about the same age as um everyone here so we'll see how that goes but yes it's um geez i was gonna i was gonna pause this like i did in the last minute see if i had more to say but we're we're i i like the fact that okay so there's nothing in the washing machine or the dryer whatever the heck it is and there's no real sign of craziness going on here but martha is bleeding and martha is distraught so something happened and we've also got the tape to add on to the fact that something has happened something is about to happen and and all i know is computers okay doofus um uh, we'll see he has more to say we cut off his sentence at the end of this minute but um uh, i i can understand the one gal being like you know this is all bs because you know, she hasn't experienced any of what we've experienced and they've experienced over the past few minutes. Same with the younger gal. She's just kind of standing like, I don't know what's going on. And, but I like the fact that they're having a discussion of it and it's not outright, this is BS, we're getting out of here or whatever. You know, I, I like that we're having a full, proper um, discussion of it. And uh, I like the location. I love that house. It's funny, it's the moment when the camera sort of pans over a bit and you see the house and the camera's panning over, and then the um, the the house is sort of on the left side of the screen, and then the um, the camper, their camper, the top of their camper, like the bed area above the 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 um, uh, the uh, above the um, the front. I was going to say the cockpit. You you know what I mean? The front, you know where the driver's seat is. Why am I blanking on the word? Um, it it but but the camera pans over and you see the house. And then the house for a brief moment melds into the top of the camper. So it looks like the house is this huge thing that goes back and back and it suddenly curves over 
to the right. It's not. It's the camper, but it's it's a nice uh, nice moment. And again, it could be I'm you know I'm I'm a little tired today, and it could be my eyes playing tricks on me. But I thought that was fun. So we're all here now. We're all chatting about this, and I guess the question now becomes: Do we go back in the house or not? We'll find out. So let me leave it here. Let me leave it here, and uh, say thank you again, everyone, for listening. And next time up, we'll. Um, uh, maybe, maybe that crazy guy will come rushing at them from the bushes. Who knows? You know, and over in Spookies, all hell has broken loose. So hopefully the chaos of Spookies will begin. And I'll be honest, though, I think that might mean we're going to get about 10 minutes of just people sneaking around hallways. But maybe not. And in Ghost House, we are discussing some creepy that has happened. Actually, I guess that that gal in the back, the younger gal, she has a... Maybe put some glasses on her. She'd be a bit Velma-y, I guess. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm trying to make them into Scooby-Doo gang. I don't think they're supposed to be. So anyway, anyway, anyway. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Come back next time because it's the next episode. And you're going to miss it if you don't show up for the next one. Talk to you soon.